Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is July 17th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, lead off segment for this episode Mark Wahlberg as Wolverine I love it um, My first choice would be Tom Hardy uh, The guy who played Bane and Batman But he's already playing Venom So he's, you know, I hate when they use actors as uh, two characters In a uh, comic book cinematic universe So I think Mark Wahlberg, perfect size I mean, perfect build, perfect look. Um, you know, I watched his latest movie, uh, Spencer Confidential. He looks a little older now, but I still think he looks young enough to to do multiple movies as Wolverine. I mean, um, I think the best movie that would show you that this guy has the chops to play Wolverine Go go look at an old movie about 15 years ago called Four Brothers. And he's he's perfect. He's got the perfect build. Wolverine was a small guy. He wasn't like Hugh Jackman. Okay. Um he was he was small. And let me look up Mark Wahlberg's height and stuff here. He looks like he's about it. Yeah, he's 5'8". He's not a really tall guy. So, he's perfect for this role, man. He's perfect. I mean, he would have to beef up a little bit, but he he, he did that in Pain and Game with The Rock. Um, so, you know, it would, it would, um... It would just make perfect sense for him to get this role. But as we all know, these movie companies, they don't always do the perfect thing. Like Hugh Jackman is, uh, let's see, he is 6'2". So he's re- he was really too big to play Wolverine, but he pulled it off. He pulled it off. But. Um, he, he said he didn't want to play him anymore. Um, I think he was kind of getting typecast as Wolverine, which, um, you know, I don't agree with, but, you know, it is what it is. It's it's his career, but, you know, I think Mark, Mark Wahlberg, you know, is a, is a, is a great actor and I think he would be perfect for this role. So let me know what you think about that. Um, Mark Wahlberg as the new Wolverine. Um, next segment is entitled "Student Athlete" or "Oxymoron?" Question mark. Um, we have to quit living in a fantasy world, okay? These these athletes, these um. These young men, I'm not even going to call them kids. They're young men. Um, 
you know, the very best programs are paying their athletes. That's that's how Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State and LSU can get all these big name players. They're not going there for tradition. They're not going there to win national championships. They you pay me, let me play, and I want to get dra- I want to be on TV every week and I want to go to the NFL. So, I mean, which sounds more realistic? I mean, just think about it. And I don't have a problem with it. I I feel like they shouldn't even they they shouldn't even be called students. They should just be athletes. And you come there and you just make as much money for this university as you can and get on through. I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even expect you to be a student. Just you're 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 an athlete. We're we're gonna be like a uh non-pro uh league we're gonna get the best players and we're gonna go try to make as much money as possible and win championships but first and foremost make the most most money possible and i'm not even gonna put the uh tag of student and require you to go to class i want you to fully focus on your craft and so you so you can get to the league now if you want to go to college, if you want to do the student thing and get a degree, okay, we'll pay for that. But if you don't want to, then no, I wouldn't put that requirement on you. But I would still, okay, you come to my program, I'm going to give you housing, I'm going to give you meals, I'm going to pay you, and all you got to do is play football and be great at it. I mean, how easy would that be? But we live in this fantasy where in college, you know, if you're not going to class, if you're not studying, if you're not trying to be the best student that that you can be, that you're somehow a bad person. It's crazy. There in no other walk of life is it that way. Like If I graduate high school and decide I don't want to go to college and go straight into the workforce, okay. I think college football should be the same way. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's about the bottom line. It's not about if a guy goes to class or if he's taking money under the table or any of that nonsense. When it comes to college football, big time college football, it's about the bottom line. I think I think the um the college football playoff participants they get like 30 40 million per game once you get to that final four. So I mean, you talking 60 80 million dollars for two games. So and it's just no telling, you know, what other monies I'm missing, you know, stuff that I don't even know about. Um, and it may be more. Let me look it up. I'm just I'm taking a wild guess on that. Um Yeah, I was close. 
The college football playoff alone pays out a total of $24 million for the four teams that play in the, the semi-final game for 2019. That includes, well, you know who the teams were. reading over some stuff here each of the 10 conferences will receive a base amount for conferences that have contracts for their champions to participate in the orange bowl sugar bowl the base combined with the full academic performance pool will approximately 600 i mean uh 66 million for each conference the five conferences that do not have contracts for their champions to to participate in the Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowls will receive approximately ninety million. So even even the uh, group of five get money. I thought it was more than that. They don't. They don't. Apparent. They don't. They apparently, they don't make a lot of money. Let me look at the BCS. Um, BCS payout. Under the BCS in its final year, each of the six automatic qualifying conferences, the current Power Five plus the American, formerly the Big East, received a base share 27.8 million each. The other four conferences received a total of 13.1 million, which they split according to the formula they devised. So there you go. So the BCS was actually paying out more money. I thought it was more than that. I thought each team got that cut. If I'm understanding this correctly, I'm probably not, but whatever. Um, but yeah, we have to get away from this term student athlete. It's a joke, man. Um, so let me know what you think about that. All right. Florida State stuff. Can Florida State be motivated in 2020? I hope so. I mean, that's Norvell's job. Um, just looking at some of the practice stuff here lately. Um, I mean, it looks like the team is still buying into what he's selling. He didn't lose the team over this that George Floyd <clears throat> debacle. Um, so it looks like they're still believing in what he he's um, selling, and that's a good thing. Um, like I've been saying, pretty much this whole podcast. Uh, this is episode number two hundred and thirty. Um, his his biggest challenge is to get these guys to play hard for a complete game. That's that's going to be his hardest thing. But, um, you know, if he can if he can do that, then they're, they're going to win more games. It's just too much talent on this roster not to win more games. Um, you know, if these guys are coached well, motivated well. You know, I could see them winning um, eight, nine games. Um 
You know, they're running an offense that fits more to what James Blackman does well, getting the ball out of his hands quickly his freshman year. He ran an offense similar to this, and he he was decent. In the last two years, he hasn't ran an offense that that suits his skill set, and he struggled. So I think you're going to have a pretty good year from James Blackman. And, you know, I don't know what to expect from the offensive line, but you've got one of the better offensive line coaches in the country. That's what everybody's saying. I don't know. Um, so... You know my motto on this show, we'll see what happens. But motivation, motivation and getting this team to play hard for 60 minutes is going to be the uh, paramount issues for this team. And, um, you know, we'll see what Norvell can do. Um, so let's move on to the next segment I hope I sound um, I don't know Not gloomy and Monotone today <laughs> I hope I do uh, Renardo Green A diamond in the rough I think Renardo Green has the best backpedal on this team man. And um you know, that's just my opinion. Um, I When I first seen him play last season, I thought he was undersized in terms of height. But um, from what I've seen on the Internet, they've got him listed as six foot, which is big corner size in terms of height. Um 511 6 foot he's right there so he's he's basically a big corner he needs he needs to put on some weight though he needs to put on another 30 pounds and get in the weight room but he he's got a great back pedal man in my opinion um so he can be a diamond in the rough based on that back pedal um and he, he's got some other stuff. He's only a sophomore. But he's got some other stuff that he needs to work on. I think he's going to get on the field, man. Um, I think he's going to be in the mix right there with uh, Isaiah Bolden and, um, you know, some of these other DBs. I mean, we have an overload at corner and at safety. So it, it shouldn't be that hard to find talent um, within that group. So, I mean, a lot of guys are going to play. You just have to know what you're doing when you get out there. Um, so, let me know what you think about that segment. All right. Um, final segment for this episode. Does a all-ACC schedule help or hurt Florida State? And I think I've talked about this the last couple of weeks or last couple of days, excuse me. Um, cause you've had the Pac-12 and the Big 12, I mean the Big 10 going to just conference games for their season. And, um, I don't know what you do about Miami because Miami is like now the epicenter 
for COVID-19. So do you, I mean, really the whole state of Florida, really. It's like when these people went to these beaches, it just took off like wildfire. Um, but, you know. I mean, I'm looking at the non-conference, Florida Gators, West Virginia, Boise State, Sanford, and you're replacing those. I mean, your hardest games was obviously everyone but Sanford. So are any, I would argue that you've probably got a couple of ACC teams that are on the level of a West Virginia and Boise State, but I don't think you have anyone as good as Clemson outside of I mean, Clemson, out that is good as Florida outside of Clemson. Um, but you always want to play the Gators. I mean, you never want to, you know, if, if Florida State actually comes out the gate roaring and they actually have a decent record going into that last week of the season against Florida, you don't want to take that game away. That's a moneymaker. But, um, you know, this COVID-19, you're probably not going to have fans in the stadium anyway. Um, so it would be televised, and I guess you could make more money as far as commercials. But um, obviously you wouldn't play your division opponents twice you would play the other side of the division uh more games so i'm thinking the acc coastal virginia tech's pretty good north carolina's gonna be pretty good um so i think it's a wash i i think it's a wash for florida state either way they're gonna have to come ready to play every week and play a complete game every week and be locked in and Norvell's going to have to have, you know, great game planning for these guys and structure. And, um, you know, like I say, my motto on this podcast, we will see what happens. So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Thank you for listening. Um, do you research on flu and respiratory viruses? Uh, do you research on vitamins? And as always, go nose. <laughs>